It's Tuesday, July 7th, and you're listening to a brand new episode of The Julie and Dion Show. Today we discuss the new Unsolved Mysteries. Jen takes out, that's me, takes over as Julian rushes off to the bathroom. The ongoing Mask Wars, The Daily Dose, with me, Jen Grant, and we kick it off with Pat Marr. I feel so far away You could be laying by my side And I might as well be A thousand miles away And you think you're good for me I know I could have told you so This wouldn't last forever And you will never know Pain I feel And who would have ever seen Who could have known but me And I keep it inside And I feel so far away You seem to listen but I find That nature has a way of telling you The things you need to know If you think you're listening I know I could have told you so This wouldn't last forever And you will never know The pain I feel, whoa And who would have ever seen Who could have known but me And I keep it inside And hang on to your vision I'll hold on to every word and I'll be strong Your inspiration, cause nothing's wrong in your dream Why don't we 
we do a take test. Wait a minute. Let's start again. Hello, hello. <laughs> Hi, this is Ron Votary. This is Alex Nussbaum. This is Jason Fraser. This is Matt O'Brien. Hey, this is Ray Zwicker. All right, world. My name is Cal Post. Guys, this is Christina Walkinshaw. This is Eddie Delisepi. This is Adrian Spencer. Uh, my name is Timo. And you're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour. You're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. <laughs> Who am I talking to? What am yeah. I doing? <laughs> Julian Dion Comedy, Comedy Hour. You're okay. listening to the... Comedy hour. See, I took the word out comedy. Changes the meaning completely, doesn't it? Days and not really. I'm overworking, but days in the holidays. Happy holidays. You're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. Now broadcasting live and totally uncensored. <laughs> From Lemon Press Studio in the beautiful Gatineau the Wills. project i was like half asleep on the couch and now i'm projecting hey everyone this is christian potenza this is gay trevor wilson this is john paul aka the island hipster hashtag hipster business this is steph tola hey this is jake goldsby this is sky wallace hey everybody this is erica sigurdsson aka ricky six okay hello hi this is howard wagman hey this is peter anthony the pa system this is matt o'brien some people like to, that's my rap name this is jen grant and you're listening to the julian dion comedy hour podcast <laughs> Show. You and me belong, just like the flowers, laughing all day long. People I need to lose, sing a little song, then take a shower. Julian Dion. It's, it's a show. It's not an hour, it's a show. It's okay. Part I have to do. Hold on. Enjoy this song while I'm doing this part. Oh, so sweet. It's just a waste of time. A beautiful waste of time. It's just a waste of time. There she is, crooked, but she's here, Jen Grant. Oh yeah. 
All right, welcome to the Julian Dion Show. We are live on a Tuesday morning, Tuesday, July 7th already. Oh, my God. <laughs> Broadcasting, of course, live from Lemon Press Studios in the beautiful Gatineau Hills. Hey, hey, hey. I was starting I was starting the show, and uh, I realized Jen's headshot wasn't up. Uh, 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 uh. Wow, so many things to do as as I start rolling tape. Hold on. Oh shit, am I recording for Spotify? There's a million things to think of when I sit down here. And again, the uh, friggin' 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 Facebook was doing that stupid tagging thing again. <laughs> Took me like nine minutes to. I can usually tell by how far I am in the pre-show song, how many things I've tagged, and I was still on the first post. Ugh, irritating. Because it kept tagging Claire Bestland again. I don't know why. <laughs> Every time I go tag the Julian Dion show, uh, again, the, the distance, the time it takes from my thumb to travel from the little keyboard on my phone screen to the choose the tag I want, it disappears and it chooses someone else. Oh, man. Anyway, frustrating, but whatever. Yeah, whatevs. Who gives a shite in the guts? You do. It's true. The pre-show song was by our friend and yours, the very talented Pat Marr. Wakefield's old Pat Marr. I really like that song. Yeah. It's got a good voice. Most of the time you see Pat Marr performing around here, most of the time it's bass. And he doesn't sing much, but he's got a great voice. Yeah. Hey? He does. It was nice. He's got a great voice, Pat Marr, and I just saw him on Monday. In fact, he's the one that uh, offered me a Guinness beer, and I said I was full. <laughs> <laughs> Which was true, but I also just left out the fact that I'm not drinking anymore. Right. Oh, are you oh yeah, yeah. Turn whoops. down your volume. Whoopsie, rookie, 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 whoopsie. Uh, yeah. So Pat was like, "Hey, man, do you dr- so nice? Do you uh, you drink Guinness?" I'm like, yeah. Yeah. You want one? I'm like, ah, oh, geez, yeah, I would love to. Usually I'd pound them. I'd drink six right now if you had them. But <laughs> uh, no, I'm full. I just ate, which was true. I was full to the to the brim. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Remember when our friend chugged, how many Guinnesses did he chug in a row? Uh, Four. Oh, and then he was like, within how many minutes was he blackout drunk? And we had to well, we were already out. drunk. Yeah, we were already like pretty drunk. It was in Toronto at the uh, poorhouse mm-hmm. across the street from our place. He lived in the East End, and uh, he has this ability to this day. Still, grown man can do it, no problem. Chug a Guinness in like one point three seconds. Like it's it abnormally fast. And it's kind of like a party trick. He pours it in a pint and does it. Pint glass, I mean. And so we were at the poor house at the time. I was working in a in a in that Mexican restaurant. I keep talking about Playa Cabana. My buddy Dave. And we would often go there after. And but I don't remember where Matt and I were. Oops, I gave his name. It doesn't matter. His first name Matt. Nobody knows who he is. We were. Out somewhere drinking, and then we go to the poorhouse to meet some staff that I knew were always there for a nightcap after the shift. So we go there, they're sitting there, so we join them. We start talking about how fast Matt can chug a pint. (laughs) 
And for some reason, that, that night, a few of them... Uh, uh, side note, I should have gone to the bathroom before going. But anyway... No, 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 no. We, uh, a few people were drinking Guinness, Ganai. You say one Guinness, two Ganai, three Ganaf. <laughs> and a few people were drinking them at the table, so he orders two. He was going to do two. And so we like start the clock... And he chugs the first one in like two drinks, <laughs> grabs the second one, chugs it. In the heat of the moment, grabs grabs like the bus boy's Guinness. <laughs> He's like, he just had had a few sips out of it, chugs his Guinness, looks across the table. Another like the server's having a Guinness. He grabs that one, chugs it. So chugs four, four Guinness in literally like eight seconds. So everyone's like, oh my God, like they're not even mad, they're impressed. We get them another Guinness, everyone else, and then I'm like, okay, got to get this guy in a cab before this starts coursing through his veins and hits him. So I remember putting him, uh, ordering a cab, because I'm like, all right, I'm going home. We lived across the street. And uh, he kept going, what happened? What, what did I do wrong? Are you mad at me? Are you mad at me? I'm like, no, no, it's just time to go. It was, it was like one in the morning or whatever. Are you mad at me? And uh, so I'll never forget the image of him. I'm opening Oof. the sliding door of a minivan and, and he's, uh, <laughs> I mean, he's fine. He's just sitting there. He sits in, but he's looking at me confused. Like, what happened? Are you mad? Did I do something wrong? Are you mad at me? I'm like, no, no, you just, you got to go. It's it's time for the night to end. Because I knew he was going to. any minute. Well, yeah, he just chugged four beer. And, and he, he started to, sh- he quickly started to. Well, yeah. Mu- yeah. And like, this guy's a big, big guy. So I'm like, I don't want to be handling, like having to mm-hmm. just like shove Carry him in a cab. giant man. Yeah. Tell the cab driver where he lives, give his address. And then he was off. Anyway, he wakes up the morning the next day, the next morning. And he's like, man, what the hell happened last night? He goes, I woke up. I don't really remember. I remember the poor house. I don't remember how I got home. He goes, I didn't have any money, <laughs> but I got home. My wallet and my keys and my ring and watch were all perfectly set on the kitchen counter. His shoes were nice and tidy by the door. <laughs> he like folded his clothes and went to bed. <laughs> it was also random, but anyway. Yeah. All that to say, uh, if Pat is watching, yes, I'm full. <laughs> Still. Anyway, happy. And, and also, if you ever need anyone to have a Guinness with, we have a friend who will chug four in a row. Yes. We need to run to the bathroom. We might need to cover. Come on. <laughs> uh, by the way, yes, we are live on Facebook uh, from Wakefield, Quebec, 7 a.m. Uh, Eastern on uh, uh, Mondays through Fridays, right here on Facebook. And then we are. So if you are watching with us, please, uh, why don't you give us a little sherry poo? little share, little likey-poo. That'll help. Don't even say the word poo right now. I know. Now. It's on my mind. I just think it's... I can't help but point out the fact that you are always Pooping? giving me a hard time for Pooping? having to pee 50 minutes into the podcast. And how many times at the beginning of the podcast do you have to go to the bathroom? I know. So can we just acknowledge that? And I don't even really rub it in. You squeeze it out. Stop. The uh, You're gross. Yeah, I don't know. You're I'll gross. just I'm just I just end up sweating it out most of the time. 
Just don't come around me when I'm running. <laughs> Smells like shit. And um, Ew. I know. It's a very gross start to the podcast this morning. But I think wha- everybody's trying to get you on another topic because Elizabeth just said, morning is as morning does, but seriously, should Pat Meyer get a haircut? I don't know. I like Pat's flow. I saw him on Monday. I was like, whoa, look at this. He's got a big, uh, yeah, big blonde flow. <laughs> Super blonde, like platinum blonde. Oh, yeah, I could actually. <laughs> it's not white. It's like blonde, 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 like yellow almost. Yellow. <laughs> I'm sure he doesn't like that. Oh, I like your hair. It's so yellow. <laughs> it's yellow like a crayon. Um. So Josh, our uh, our new favorite, yeah. favorite listener. Jashmeister is saying he's missing his trip to Wakefield and hopefully next year or maybe in the fall. Yeah, it's a great place. Well, you know what? Um, if you acted like everybody else who, who doesn't really care about social distancing, you'd just come down now. Yeah, just come here and take some mouth-to-mouth classes and go clubbing. Yeah. And what else? <laughs> uh, you can't sh- even think right now. Come share breadstick. Lee Cormier just had an, a good idea. I could have just said Lee, so sorry. But Lee uh, is full of good ideas, as you know, because he came dose. up with the name Daily Dose. He said, do the Daily Dose now so Jules can do his Daily Dose. I thought his idea was going to be get one of those chairs you can see, you know, you find in hospitals. No, where there's like don't. A- That's gross. Don't even say that. Well, you know what I'm talking about. Those. Yeah, I don't want to think about that. It's no one wants to listen to that. There's just a chair with no, like no, a stop, pan underneath. Stop, what stop. do you mean nobody wants to listen to that? It's very gross. Come on. You're Liter- extra sensitive, I think. No. I'm, uh, we're, com- it's we comedy. We just lost literally seven listeners. Whatever. We don't need them then. Yeah, we do. Please come back. <laughs> oh my God, three just came back. Okay. Do you anyway, want me to do the Daily Dose? No, no, no. It's fine. It's I. I'll just wait it out. I can't... Uh, it's not healthy, but okay. well, we'll get one of those chairs. Stop! So yucky. Even or Doug s- just said gross. Or set up the studio and uh, oh, by the way, this episode is brought to you by Gringo's Blazing Sauces, as always. <laughs> hey, by the way, Doug. Yeah. Doug just said you need to start your day with a bathroom visit, Julian. Gross. I do. See, by the way, I did. Need, no one wants to hear about your pooping. And also, I want to mention that Doug is a top fan plus one again. <laughs> He's a plus one again. He's the only one who's been plus one except for me. So wow. there you go. See, you ask enough. Your shadow ban has been lifted. No, by the way, I did. I do. I'm very regular first thing in the morning. But then sometimes it, it's not all finished. Gross. Well, yeah, I mean, we are talking about it. What's what's Doug said? Do you think maybe it's time for depends? Maybe. Oh, that'd be worse than that, that chair. Oh, you'd have to change me after like a... Oh, no, I wouldn't. Like an, a big baby. No. Maybe that'll become happening. the fetish. That's a fetish. So that's a weird... Like, who hurt you if that's your fetish? Who hurt you? It's like... It's that weird. That would take some serious therapy to figure that one out. Like no one's just, born I just want to wear a diaper and you, you just hold me while I... Oof. Get a boner. I oh, don't my know. God. It's okay, jeez. Oh, um. Okay, no, no, no. You need. I'm gonna. Do, why don't I? Just no, do no, the, no. It's okay. Yeah, but remember when we were gonna call it the Daily Dump? <laughs> <laughs> How pro, ap- apropos would it be? 
I think you should just go. No, I'm not going to go. It's going to pass. Okay, well, can it's you just, stop making faces cramps. and noises? <laughs> well, can you stop doing that so that we can move on? So and stop being human? Yes. All right. For the sake of the show, for the sake of everyone, please. Okay. Thank you. Oh, my God. Doug said, oh, my God, that's not good. Jennifer, you should run. Which part? I don't know. Oh, because of the change in the diaper. Oh. We're moving on. Okay. Yeah. Jules, go. No, I'm fine. It's going to pass. Ew. I just need to focus. Shut up. <laughs> don't say shut up. You're that's making weird. it worse. Oh, it says the person who tells me to shut up on the air all the time. Yeah, well. Remember shut when up, we got into up. that weird fight the other yeah, day over nothing? Just shut up. Shut up. Anyway. <laughs> We've been watching Unsolved Mysteries. Have you been watching it? It's number one trending in Canada on Netflix. I like it. I just, I guess I miss the, I miss I the closure of it's it all. It's unsatisfying. There is no closure. Yeah. It's, but I love that show. And I noticed in the intro, there's Robert Stack's image there. You kind of see. A little uh, nod. Yeah. A little, uh, he's kind of a shadowy figure. little nod to the original guy, the OG. Yeah. And, uh. It's a great show. I love it. It's really well done. It's creepy. It's mm-hmm. it's like Dateline NBC, but creepy and without the released... Oh, I shouldn't say released right now. Without the satisfaction... Oh, I shouldn't say satisfaction right now. Stop! <laughs> without the... Stop! Closure. It, 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 because that element does suck because you're really into it and then it's like, oh yeah. I guess we'll never know. But I mean, that now, is the premise of the whole show. It's that the mysteries are unsolved. Yeah, but I hope that there's a purpose in terms of reopening a case or creating a case because the one we watched last night was a closed case. They decided to do it and, and as a closed case. And it's, But I hope, they, I hope the purpose of this is to reopen the case. And I hope that there is um, steps toward finding the killer or whatever. Because... Otherwise, what's the point? Well, it I'm always sure it, say, it always says at the end. Um, if if you have any information, right, regarding this situation or this case, uh, please contact Netflix. No, I don't know who you contact, but it's <laughs> it says something after. Um, have you ever watched Cold Case Files? No. I think that's an interesting because yeah, but do they close those at the end of the episode? I feel that they do, and I I think it's kind of I I like that concept. I mean, I I don't know if I'd have the patience for that. I love the idea of being a detective and figuring things out, but I don't know if I'd ever have the patience to work on a cold case that has not been solved for twenty years. Like that would mm-hmm. be, you know, how many I remember I worked at a bank as a bank teller, and if you didn't balance your till, you had to like sit there and go through all these slips and try to figure out where the I know that's way more boring than finding someone's killer, but um, it's so tedious. Like you have to be very, I think you have to be actually way more patient than you'd think to be a really good detective, especially when it's a cold case. Cause, cause yeah. they've people, countless of people have gone over it and over it and over it. And then finally, after years and years and years, they find one little thing that somebody didn't pick up on and, and then they find the uh, killer, but that would take a lot of patience. Yeah, I um, I think I'm gonna have to take a break. 
Really? Yeah. Can you do the daily dose? Yes. Can you like stretch? Well, like how long? Well, I don't know. I'm, I'm, no, 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 no. I can't because sometimes you're in there for 20 minutes. I, it won't be. It won't. It won't be 20 minutes. <laughs> it won't be 20 minutes, but I absolutely need to take a break. Okay. Well, I'm really sorry. I, I mean, I'm. You know what really I'll do? This is what I'll do. We'll do the daily dose. Do- I was gonna say daily dump. We'll do the daily dose. Uh, our maybe our watch our um, watchers right now on Facebook can comment about it, and we can and that'll help me discuss things. And then I'll go to the comments when I'm done the daily dose. Do you want me to zoom uh, zoom in from the bathroom audio only, and oh I can comment? God. No. Okay. Um, no. Yeah, I really. I'll uh, be right back. Oh my god. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. What if I? All right. What? Daily dose, daily dose. <laughs> get the news from coast to coast. Daily dose, daily dose. All your news from coast to All coast. All the news and headlines from Jen Grant. <sighs> Be right Here's back. your daily dose. Yeah, I know. We know. Go, go, go. Here's your daily dose for Tuesday, July seventh. And I'm doing it solo, everybody. Uh, really surprised to find this out. And in some ways not. The lockdown measures were reimposed in Australia's second biggest city on Tuesday, confining Melbourne residents to their homes unless undertaking essential business for six weeks. And so pretty much that's what's happening here now is that most of us are still doing that things are loosening but I guess maybe as far as I can tell Australia maybe loosened things too much and then that's what's happened now so the decision which affects about 4.9 million people was announced just hours before their busy border between Victoria and the New South Wales is scheduled to close so I guess this affects a lot of people the the border is closed between those two. And um, so basically they're shutting down uh, restaurants except for takeout, kind of like basically the beginning of the lockdown where there was takeout and such. And um, gyms are closed, hair salons are closed, household gatherings are limited to two people, and the current school vacation is extended. So I guess people caught, this is crazy, people caught crossing the border without permission via any of the 55 roads or or several river and wilderness crossings will face penalties including a fine equivalent of roughly $10,500 Canadian dollars and six months imprisonment. That's crazy. But I mean, I guess that's what you got to do. People are dying, so... Um, okay, so far, no comments. Feel free to comment about the Daily Dose if you like, and we can discuss, or I can even check it after the whole Daily Dose is done. So in um, another story here, we talked about this uh, maybe last week or the week before, that Walmart had a t-shirt that was that said All Lives Matter on it, and there was, uh, understandably, a lot of backlash about that. So Walmart now has pulled merchandise bearing the slogan, All Lives Matter. And the move follows outrage, of course, expressed on social media that the phrase disparages the Black Lives Matter movement, of course. Makes sense 
to most of us, I hope. Meanwhile, Amazon continues to sell the items despite customer complaints. So Amazon is um, continuing to sell All Lives Matter. So if you're like me and don't like Amazon because of the way that they treat their employees and how um, how they don't pay them enough and that's just the tip of the iceberg then here's another reason not to like them because they're not pulling these shirts and I know that they're sold by third-party vendors but still they represent the products that are on their website so they should really they should really take those down and then I guess there are other t-shirts now this is sort of uh, spurred a uh, movement of different kinds of t-shirts with that theme in mind so blue lives matter which is the the police now uh, apparently there's drunk wives matter and then irish lives matter uh, in fact uh there was a someone had posted i think people think they're just being like silly and light about it but someone on facebook i saw had posted something called um it said Irish Lives Matter, and then it said something like, uh, oh, no, it was about the the Lucky Charms. I don't know if you saw that one going around, but they said they're going to not take take off the leprechaun off of the Lucky Charms box because um, Irish people are not whining bitches or something like that or oversensitive, which is just awful. Um, but, you know, what's interesting about this topic is that I think some people literally don't get it. They don't understand. I, I think if they understood, they would never post something like that because it's so insensitive towards something that is so, oh, like how, how could you say something like that or post it on Facebook? Like why spread that kind of a message? And so uh, hopefully Amazon will pull those shirts it makes you wonder. I, I sent Julian some pictures to show you guys, but um, it's just some tweets that some people have tweeted. So here I am thinking that most people would understand that you shouldn't wear a t-shirt called All Lives Matter, but hey, some people don't get it, like I said. So here's some tweets about um, some people that are pissed off at Walmart for pulling the shirts. So these, you know, quote unquote, red blooded Americans here. Um, this one guy says, Hey, Walmart, you'll never see another dollar from me until you sell items saying all lives matter. And then he hashtagged all lives matter, not just black. What the hell? Another guy tweeted at Walmart, you must be against everyone that is not black. You take all products out that say all lives matter and leave products that say black lives matter. Like they, people don't get it. They just don't get it. And to me, that's a very immature childlike response to this topic because it's not about you. <laughs> like it's not about you that they're, they're like all taking it personally, a movement that ha you know, a movement that is not about you is not about you. It's not about you. So Anyway, makes me mad. So a team of researchers, let's switch topics. A team of researchers from BC and Alberta pooled data on the movements, habitat use, and mortality rates of 2,669 grizzly bears over 41 years to examine how they survived when living near or in a human-dominated area. They say that 
Researchers have say that these grizzly bears have adapted their behaviors so that they can live amongst and close by to humans by being more nocturnal. So by increasing their time that they are asleep during the day and awake at night, now they have adapted their behavior to be have higher survival rates, which is awesome because I guess half of the half of the grizzlies, so about 15,000 grizzlies, more than half, I should say, of Canada's grizzly bear population is in BC and their existence is now uh, threatened. Well, it's better now because they've adjusted their behavior. So I think that's pretty cool. Within 41 years, it appears that they have adjusted their their behavior so that they can survive longer. So that's, I think, quite encouraging. And I think Julian's back. Yes. Great job. Thank you so much. You're like really lying down there. I, I've, I haven't, I've never seen you bro- <laughs> broadcast because I'm always in here. I see you before the show and then after I come out, you're like literally flat on your back. <laughs> On the audit with the ottoman and on the couch, just like lying down with the mic, right up. Yep. So remember that that uh, woman who called the police during a videotaped dispute with a black man in in Central Park. Yeah, the bird watcher. That? Yep. Yeah. So in May, Amy, uh, just to recap, so that I'm sure everybody knows, but in May, uh, Amy Cooper. I can't believe that was May already. That's crazy. That's weird. Amy Cooper drew widespread condemnation. I know. Condom. (laughs) Condemnation? Yeah. For frantically calling 911 to claim she was being threatened by an African-American man, bird watcher Christian Cooper. On the video he recorded... He recorded of the woman. He sounds calm and appears to keep a safe distance from her. So No relation. Amy Cooper, Christian Cooper. I know. It's weird. Filing a false report is a class A misdemeanor, punishable by up to one year in jail. So she was, so she was fine. She was, uh, what, fined? Fine. She charged. Charged. That's what I was looking for. (laughs) (laughs) She was ordered to appear in court on October 14th. After the backlash, she was fired from her job. She has released an apology through a public relations service saying she reacted emotionally and made false assumptions about his intentions. She said he had every right to request that I leash my dog in one, in an area where it was required. She said in the written statement, I am well aware of the pain that m- misassumptions and insensitive statements about race cause and would never have imagined that I would be involved in this type of incident that occurred with Chris. Oh, so, garbage apology. She knew what she was doing. I know. She knew full well. She kept saying, I'm going to call the police and tell them a, a black man is assaulting me. I know. Fine. She was like, knew that she was playing the race card. Yeah. The 911 call inspired New York state lawmakers in June to pass a law that makes it easier under civil rights law to sue an individual who calls a police officer on someone, in quotes, without reason because of their background, including race and national origin. So I guess, um, it, you know, the silver lining to all of this is that there's a new law now in place mm. because she was charged with a she was charged with um, uh, uh, filing a false report or mm-hmm. a false like, you know, falsely 
calling about a crime. I don't know how to word that, but but it was more open and um, general. But now it's very specific, so that's the silver lining to that. And I think that's some good news that she has faced all of these um, punishments. So, so and, and what punishment? Like, given the the charges, what does that mean? What was she? Well, she facing any fines or time or uh, she? I don't think she got. Let me just double check something here. I believe that she didn't get any jail time, but a lot of people are wanting her to. It says here that it says call police charged with file. I think she well she goes to court in in October, but people are wanting her to be she they hope that she goes to jail. But there there's a chance that she could go to jail up to a year. Right. But She's charged for now, and she's going to court in October. Hmm. Yeah. So that's your daily dose for today. Oh, perfect timing. Yeah, right. Okay, and... (laughs) Daily dose, daily dose. Get the news from coast to coast. Daily dose, daily dose. All your news from coast to coast. All the news and headlines from Jim Grant. There. 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 (laughs) Yeah, you're like the Brian Wilson of podcasting. No, that's not nice. Which part of that is not nice? Lying down? Yeah. I don't like that. Why not? I don't like it. What's wrong with that? Maybe I should stand up. Why is that a bad thing? What did you think thing? I was going to be doing? Like Sitting? Yeah, I am sitting. I am sitting. Debatable. Mm. Yeah, but what's wrong with lying down? Why is that? Is there a taboo with that, that you shouldn't be lying down? You're well, all Well, I don't want to be like Brian Wilson. That's Why not? Sure. I don't want that. You don't want to be a legend? Not from that perspective. So, Mai Mai says, hi, Mai Mai. Long time. Yeah, long, long time, time, Mai Mai. Um, she says, now empty Julian dance so much better. <laughs> now empty. <laughs> yeah. I know. Yeah. And Doug says, great job, Jennifer. Thank you very much, Doug. Well very done. Very supportive. Well done, Gen Z. Lee says, good job, Jen. Look at that Aww. all around. Yeah, we do need to get a frigging, ca- a frigging, a camera, a camera switcher, a couple things. Doug says second dance was way better than the first. <laughs> I'm running out of ideas. I'm, I'm like in my head now when I dance. I'm like thinking of the next move. I tried to base it kind of like on a TikTok thing. I did like this move and then this like the cash money thing. Anyway, thank so, you for that. Yeah. If you are watching with us, why don't you give us a little quick share or reaction, a little like or love or sad or angry emoji. No angry. No angry. No Do you want to hear some comments? or? Yeah, go okay. ahead. So when you were talking about the Unsolved Mysteries, mm-hmm. Lee said he just finished it yesterday. So the you whole finished s- the whole season, Lee? It is so good. Josh says, go to your non-poopy place. <laughs> there was, no no, there was no, none of that happening. I was trying everything. Um, the Unsolved Mysteries thing, yeah, it's... Um, he says he misses not having an ending, Lee says. It really, you don't get that closure. and But it's it, they make it, it's so good at making it creepy. What I miss of the original, or the original um, 
unsolved mysteries because so far it's all the ones i've seen it's all like murders unsolved murders they could call it or missing people where the original unsolved mysteries it would be like people seeing ghosts and mm-hmm. stuff mm-hmm. ufos i remember this one i was a kid and this one guy worked in an old hotel and he went to the bathroom and every time he did this woman just looked at him in the mirror I mean, some supernatural stuff that creeped me out as a kid. Now, as an adult, I'd watch that and go, well, that's not real. So, mm-hmm. But I guess, I don't know. I I miss that creepy element of it. I remember one time there was a, the, the Kurt Cobain uh, death was on, mm. Unsolved Mysteries. But yeah, the, the closure. But I was also thinking about how, because the first episode is like this guy that was thrown off this roof or whatever, <clears throat> and uh, or jumped off. They don't know. It was classified as a suicide, but it seems very obvious that it wasn't. Anyway, so it was just like a hit, right? So he must have been mixed up, entangled with the wrong people. And I was just thinking about how the other side of it is so because we see like mob movies like we just watched the sopranos or whatever you see a hit that's it they shoot the person the storyline continues from the perspective of the person that just killed that person and then that person that's dead it's just over Mm -hmm. but really in real life when there's like a hit like that the other side of it is that there's this whole story there's this mini documentary on it the family is grieving for years after. They never get this closure. It's this whole thing. Like, there's literally episodes of a docuseries about these things. Case in point, Unsolved Mysteries. Do you know what I mean? Yep. Like, you don't see that side in the mafia movies. Right. Like, when they, they pop somebody, it's just like, okay, you got mixed in with the wrong people. He's dead. Storyline continues from the perspective of the people that just killed th- that person. But the victim is, is just over, and then he's not in the story anymore. But then on the flip side, in real life, you have all these shows that spin off from it, and these mm-hmm. Dateline NBCs, and these cold case files, and it affects so many people's lives, and it's this whole thing. Anyway, I, I don't have a point to that, other than I thought that was interesting. Mm-hmm. That is interesting. And um, you don't think about it. It'd be like if you're watching Sopranos, and they whack someone... And then you have to pause it and then watch a Dateline NBC on that person's life and then, then trying to figure out what happened. And then you're like, well, well we know what happened. Mm-hmm. No? Yeah. Are you listening to me? Yes, I am listening to you. Do you need to, to poop you. now? No. Oh. High pitched. You need to poop now? No, me. I was like, no. Oh, you. Um. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I I guess there's a lot of there's a lot. I, you know what? I think that this show, The Unsolved Mysteries, would work if well, it, it works. No, no, it's a number one show in Canada. Yeah, no, I know, but I think it would work better than I should say. I th- because it does work, but I'm seeing that a lot of people the comments here, and we also miss having a solution, like an ending closure. That it would be good if they if they did open up the cases and then. And uh, Dave here, Dave McKay says that the original show would do updates on some of the mysteries. So maybe if yes, we, they did. If we get more seasons, we'll get more closures. Yeah, that's true. And and so hopefully, like, and also uh, Doug says maybe it's it's closure goal is closure for victims, which you know what that would probably be 
like therapeutic for the the victims and the family and friends of the victims because they get to tell everybody about it. I'm sure one of the things that sucks the most is just being it unsolved. And yeah, it seems like no one gives a shit. But you if get to see does, the perspective of the yeah. victim and their families and, and be on their side, and they probably feel like finally people are can see our side of things instead. Because it's so frustrating, the one with the with the guy, I'm not going to give it away, yeah. but he goes missing at that party. Yeah, I know, it is. You're like, motherfucker, you're just so angry at everybody involved. Yep. And it honors the victims too, you know, like the, their lives mattered. And just because it's not solved doesn't mean that no one cared because this, you know, the show will show that it, it people did care. That's a new t-shirt. Unsolved mysteries, victims, lives matters. <laughs> No? No. I laughed, but then I was like, ugh. Come on. I'm oh. not being real. <laughs> Jeez. We can't even joke about anything anymore? Mm, that one's a hard one to joke about. Well, it's not taking away from... Anyway. I'm I not going to tell you I why know. you can laugh at that. You should know that you can. Ah, ah, ah. I kind of... Li- I, I sort of liked it when you were... Uh, In the bathroom? Yeah. <laughs> Did you see... You weren't seeing my comments. Where? Oh, are you reading comments or not right now? Oh, I thought you Did just you said comment? you were going to go through it. Oh, well now, uh, but we got off track. Like we started talking, and then yeah, I can go back to it. Yeah, now. go back to it. Let's go through all of them. Okay. Oh, is that what you do? You could just give up on them, and then we no, miss to- comments. Oh my <laughs> god! You know you're feisty since you pooped. Um, Lee says I also watched like a, a bajillion episodes i was gonna say the number but it's such a long number i wouldn't even know how to read that 16 million 360 i don't know episodes of forensic files mm. i haven't seen that one but I, i'd probably like it forensic files must be similar to like um cold case files right probably yeah and then before you had to poop doug says your face says it all he could tell that you had to go it was all over your face and oh, Josh says uh, Carol Baskin's husband unsolved mystery. Mm, that'd be one. That would be a great one. I was yeah. just looking up bajillion, <laughs> and it's in it's a dictionary. It's in the dictionary. Urban bajillion, no number informal North American, an extremely large number. It's actually in the dictionary. Oh, wow. I've got a bajillion things to do. <laughs> but it isn't actually a number, but it's just to signify an extremely large number used for emphasis. Oh. Hi, I'm bajillion expert, Julian Dion. <laughs> uh, it comes from billion and million mushed together. Why isn't it bamillion then? <laughs> I've got a bamillion things. I don't know. And it uh, originated in the 1990s. Son of a bitch. Wow. Fanciful formation of the pattern of billion Fanciful. and million. I do feel fancy when I say it. Yes. Yeah. I tip my hat to a bajillion. Um, yes. Um, that shirt looks nice on you, Jules. Oh, thank you. Is that a comment or from no, you? from me. I know it doesn't mean oh, as much from me. I feel me. tired now. Oh, my I'm God. Not. You and your issues. My issues? Yeah. What do you mean, my issues? I gotta poop. I'm tired. Quitting coffee. 
It's been Back a long on time. Coffee, quit drinking. Do you want me to run over my addiction numbers? Addiction, mm-hmm. my vice numbers. Yep. Well, some more addictions. Let's see. Forty-nine days no alcohol. Thirty-nine days no caffeine. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> that hey, sounded. That sounded like the. Uh, wh- are you gonna forget? Go ahead, say it. No, no, I'm not gonna forget. Go you ahead. sure? Yep. Because we often do that in life, and I go, don't forget, and then I say my thing, you're like, oh, shit, I forgot. Yeah, I know. Go ahead. Well, the way you said, cool. It reminded me of that uh, <laughs> undercover boss guy with the underbite. Oh, yeah. We're going to pay your house. Cool. <laughs> cool. <laughs> oh, my God. He was the best. He, he was so good that he got two episodes over oh, a couple I seasons. I loved him. And he was yeah. a nice guy, but he was like such a character. Cheese, he- b- cheese ball, but one of the most generous ones to yeah. ever- Total cheese ball, but really nice. And like, I don't know. You know when you watch SNL, yeah, and you see these, you see these great characters, and obviously most of the people, most of the well, I would hazard to say that every single one of the characters that are developed on that show from those actors, it's inspired by someone you know or someone you you've observed, and that guy is such a character. And I think to myself like. Is everyone, does everybody have identifiable characteristics that could be inspired for a character? Or is it, it's usually just people that are like that, you know? We all know someone that has very, like, like you have a couple friends where I'm like, oh my gosh, that is such a character. Like you could totally see that, like a couple of your friends, I could totally see someone inspired to do a character like them on SNL. I'm trying to find, I just Googled the most popular undercover boss, the best episodes. Let's see if I can find out who this guy is real quick. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. I didn't want to cut you off for you no, to stop. Okay. I don't mind. Oh, do you want me to keep chatting? Well, I don't know. Um, Undercover Boss. Did you guys ever watch that show? It's... I really liked it. I wonder, I guess it's been canceled. I really hmm. liked it. It's satisfying. I always cried at the end when people got their, because uh, I think everyone, uh, well, I certainly can relate to the, the people who end up getting rewarded on the show are the ones that are, you know, the workers, the people who don't get paid well, but really are the integral part of the company. Like I've been a server, I've worked in retail. Uh, I know what that that's like. It's really hard. And so if somebody surprised me one day with a house, I'd be like, oh, my God. Uh, I'm looking at it. But oh, I pr- uh, but I yeah. But probably, I probably think wouldn't be me because I'd get, I've been fired at many jobs. Okay, go ahead. I think it's Diamond Resorts International. Ste- that sounds right. Stephen J. Klubeck. I have to look. At, it looks like him, but he's undercover now. I can't tell. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Let me see if I can find it. Okay. And find him doing his underbite thing real quick. <laughs> Diamond, it sounds like a cheesy name too. Oh yeah, it is him. <laughs> um, if you can, if you guys can find that episode, you should watch it. Diamond Resorts International. He had two episodes. Klubeck <laughs> is the head of a half a billion dollar company which sells timeshare vacations all around the world and of different varieties. His company motto is yes. His company motto is yes. 
Whatever a customer wants and needs, they get. He decides to visit some recent property acquisitions. Randy trains in. Um, I'm just going to play. Uh, is this? I just want to see. Hold on. Let me just play it, it with you guys. That's a problem for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does this under like this satisfy when he's proud of something he just said or does. He does this like underbite thing. We're gonna pay your house, and then the. <laughs> Hold on. But he was like one of the most generous ones, and uh, quite the character. Yeah, and that's like. That's a problem for me. I'm mortified. There were numerous discounts that should have been afforded. The entire bill was wrong. <laughs> so many little little things that I think need addressing. I was so so upset that a. The guest was mistreated. It was very impossible for me to sit behind that desk hearing so many things that were wrong. And I just, I, I was so frustrated, I couldn't stand it anymore. I am going to sit with, with them right now and try to go through it and hopefully... No, you're not. No, you're not. You're going to sit with me. I own this place. I'm Stephen J. Klubeck. I own Diamond Resorts. <laughs> uh... I'm not happy. I'm really not happy about this. Oh, my God, I love him. Come on, guys. Even even the reveal, he's so dramatic. Stephen J. No, you're not. No, you're not. I, I know, and I the was spiky so hair. I couldn't stand it anymore. I am going to sit with, with them right now and try to go through it. Hopefully. No, you're not. No, you're not. You're going to sit with me. I own this place. Stephen J. Klubeck. I own Diamond <laughs> Resorts. And he includes the J. Klubeck. I'm really not happy about this. No. Come on, guys. I just How can we make this mistake? <laughs> it's, uh, because it's a policy. Sorry. What policy? On the card. Give me the card. This is insane. I apologize. Apologies. Not my style. Not my style. I'm seeing a lot of stuff here. I'm not. <laughs> it's a transition here, and it's not your fault. It's not their fault. No, they were not trained improperly. Right. I agree. His, his the music and this, his glasses yeah, are wedding. all fogged up. You can we tell he's what? upset. Wedding present? It's on me. How about that? Ah! I'm paying for his wedding. Is this real? Yes. We appreciate, I appreciate your <laughs> Thank you so much. Imagine you go to the front desk to complain about something and your son's wedding gets paid. You know what? She complained in a nice way, too. Yeah. Like, she, if everybody complained that way, you know, because you can have a complaint and not be a complete douche about it. Yeah. And uh, she was, she was very, uh, I don't know, polite. What did we? Why did we start talking about this? Mm, it's a good question. Anyway, yeah, I don't know. So uh, <laughs> Joshua says he looks like a blend of John Favreau and Guy Fieri. He does. Oh my god, that's a perfect blend because he does look like Guy Fieri with his spiky hair. But he's, I bet you, he's like um, I don't know. He seems like a nice guy, a fun guy to hang out with. No, you're not. No, you're not. You're gonna sit down with me. I own this place. <laughs> <laughs> Doug says, spot on. I was thinking the same thing. Uh, I, I see your comment here, Jules. P.S. I have had to use the bathroom. Jen is doing the daily dose, hence the empty chair. 
I kept commenting to you're doing great and stuff, but oh, really? uh, it no, takes away from it, it if you don't find it, and I have to tell you. Why don't you see it? That's so weird. That is really weird. I don't see your comments. Hmm. Where did you comment? On the on the show. Hello. Do you think you might have done it at where you shared it? Hello? No, no, I did it. If you saw that comment you just read. That's, that's really uh, weird. Do you guys see Julian's comments? Yeah, people were commenting and reacting to them. Oh my God, I don't. Well, you know that I, c- you know what? I can't see, I when I do the Daily Dose, you know what? I'm going to start doing the Daily Dose from my laptop because I do it on my phone. And then I don't look at the show while I'm doing the Daily Dose because I'm in my notes. Mm. See what I mean? Anyway. Why don't you do uh, your commercial so I can uh, go pee? Go poop. Pee. Poop. This, uh, what are we, nine years old? Uh, once again, as always, and forever, this episode is brought to you uh, by the uh, the Daily Dose. No, 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 no. This episode is brought to you by Gringo's Blazing Sauces. Our friends at Gringo's Blazing Sauces. That's right, gringosblazingsauces.com to be more specific. Do yourself a favor and the hot sauce lover in your life a favor and discover the flavor of Gringo's Blazing Sauces. (laughs) Doug Knight, chef by trade, and his wife Laura, our friends and yours are uh, obsessed with finding the perfect balance between heat and flavor, and they nail it every single time. Literally, the best hot sauces, salsas, jellies, and grilling sauces you will ever get your hands on. Do yourself and the hot sauce lover in your life a favor. Did I say that already? I think I said that part. You know, I'm just kind of winging. You know what? You can't say it enough. Yeah, that's right. Scared me. (laughs) Um... GringosBlazingSauces.com, everybody. It's free shipping for orders over $40. I can't get enough of this shit. I eat it on with every meal. Uh, free shipping for orders over $40 in Canada, but they ship all over North America. America, America, America. GringosBlazingSauces.com. Do yourself a favor. Go to GringosBlazingSauces.com. GringosBlazingSauces.com. I got a message the other day going, uh, I want to order some hot sauce. What's their actual website? I'm like, I, ca- I don't think I could say it enough. On the <laughs> thing. Yeah, I know. But that's like, you know, when you're promoting a show? Yeah. And people are like, and you think you have annoyed people to the ends of the universe? And uh, with posters and information and over 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 and somebody messages you, what time is the show? I know. How much are tickets? It's like, are you fucking crazy? Um, Joshua just said something funny. He goes, got to run, guys. My turn to take a Julian. <laughs> that's uh, now, now yeah. that's a saying. Well, I don't want to be associated with that. Well, then, Really? Rewatch this episode. I'm gonna go lay a Julian. Uh, Brenda Rooney says, "Not seeing your partner's positive comments may be a rule of the universe." Not seeing your um. Oh yeah, there you go. <laughs> the what was I gonna say? <laughs> what you? Oh, did you talk about the mandatory masks? No. Ugh. I don't want to talk about it. I just want to say that now social media is even a worse dumpster fire than before. Since they announced that Eastern Ontario 
and um, Quebec are making masks mandatory for indoors. Uh, social media is now just the worst place on earth. I'm Where so is sick it mandatory? It. Eastern Ontario, a lot of places. Yeah. Uh, as of uh, today, as of midnight, midnight last night, officially today on the calendar, but in Quebec, as of July 27th, anywhere, in uh, indoors only. It's not like you have to wear them when you're walking down the street or in your car, just when you're indoors. And it totally makes sense, but uh, social media is now the just nothing but seething hate people just attacking each other for for over this these masks it's ridiculous there's so much misinformation about it because even as you're saying that now i had seen someone post a news story that doug ford is saying that ontario is not doing that because you apparently the provinces aren't insisting no, but Eastern but, Ontario but is Ottawa. Municipalities, yeah, Ottawa is, and so uh, I think it has to be a municipality thing. Yeah, regardless. No, I'm just saying. Well, what does that change? Nothing. No. But uh, I'm d- I'm just clear clarifying it because. But Quebec, Quebec is actually I don't know if it's all of Quebec. I know Montreal, Montreal for sure. But I think people should wear them inside, and it's not a violation of your rights. It's temporary, so shut your mouth. Oh, see, so I'm, see, I'm doing, but, but I'm doing what I'm preaching against. It's like the other side is wrong, and here's why. Yesterday, I almost commented on somebody's post about it because they're like, "I refuse to wear a mask. I will not. I have my right to not, and you will never see me wear a mask. I will just avoid these businesses." And I was gonna comment, and I'm just like, "Why? Who gives a shit?" At the end of the day, you're not gonna change people's mind. You're not changing anybody's mind. Whether they're agreeing with you or disagreeing with you, you're not changing their mind because... But I don't think the answer is to be silent. I think so. I don't. It's like, wh- wh- why get in these fights? Because people don't... You don't people have to get don't... into a fight. You can just put your opinion down and then never go back there. Because if no one says anything to these people, they're going to think, yeah, see, I knew it. Yeah, but they're not... Cha- yeah, but regardless, they're finding a way to be like, yeah, you sheeple. Yeah, go ahead. You, you. They're not going to see... They're just like, I'm right, you're wrong, and if you, it just gives them fuel. If you, if you, um, you're just throwing gasoline on the fire. You're not putting it out by commenting. Well, I don't. I, I mean, I guess we'll agree to disagree because I think, case in point, with the protests and speaking out about about, for instance, Black Lives Matter. If everybody this is was totally like, well, different. No, I know, no, no, I know no, it's no. You can't. No. Well, I know it's different, but lives compar- are on the line. Your comparison does not hold up because it's. Like I know it's not the same, but protesting pro- police brutality should happen. People should take to the streets when people are getting murdered. That's different than yeah, people, people wanting to be right on social media because it stops at social. People aren't going to the streets protesting the masks. They're just on social media. The other side is wrong. It's become a political thing, and if you disagree, you're part of the problem. And and no matter what you say, they're only gonna. Uh, gra- they're only going to plant their feet firmer in their stance. They're not going to waver. They're not going to. People that are on social media are not looking to be corrected or change their opinion. They're only looking to solidify their stance more than anything. So it's not. It's not. Okay. Worth it. Then don't. I'm not. Okay. And 
how many people really leave a comment and, and don't follow up on that? I want to be clear. I, I wasn't saying those two things are the same thing. No, I know. But um, how many people actually get, just leave leave I, a comment? Okay. I, how many people... Hold on. How many people leave a on. comment? <laughs> how many people leave a comment and actually just ignore it after and leave their opinion and go there? No, they get in these fights and it's a waste of energy and all these people it's just fights and this this obsession with having to be right and it's just vile and toxic it's nothing but toxicity on social media nobody's changing their minds is what i'm saying yeah i don't know i, I still think it's important to speak out and i think there's something really cool about not engaging beyond putting your point of view and um who does that though you get notifications and oh I, this yeah, person but then replied you resist. You just and you don't say anything and you hope people get like your post even though you I like, get it you I, know. that's your ego and stuff but if you just put your opinion and never went back there's something very cool about that about not engaging that's like 0.3% of the people that post I know I know you're right I am very frustrated with the no mask thing because, and there was something I was going to say and I can't remember. I have to have a notebook next to me. But uh, like especially friends and family, you know, why my, are you going to tarnish I, those relationships? Before I forget, yeah. My mom, my mom, for instance, you know, I worry about her immune system because she's she's got a, a just a challenge right now with her health, and so when we're out, she's wearing a mask. Oh, this is what I was going to say. Thank you. Okay, so. And and that and it really I find it especially angering and I want to say something to people when I'm out because of her. But I think there's still a misunderstanding about the mask. And I'll give you an example. I went to a chiropractor, my chiropractor, who I absolutely adore. I love her. I went to her yesterday. I think she's awesome, super smart, amazing chiropractor. And when I got there, there was a sign that said masks mandatory, of course. So I I had my mask. I go in to get my treatment. And for some reason, I had like this, like, I hate this term, but we have to come up with a new term for brain fart. But I had like a brain fart. And, I, and then all of a sudden, I have my mask on my chin. I'm talking to her. I'm like, what am I doing? I go, I am so sorry. And I pull my mask up. And she Why goes, did that happen? I don't know. And then she goes, oh, it doesn't matter. Just you can put your mask right here if you want. You don't even have to wear it. And I go, oh, my God, don't don't do that. I go. She goes, yeah, my patients, I just tell them don't wear a mask. Don't worry about it. And I'm like, well, what about you? You have to protect yourself. She goes, I won't get it. I'm always wearing my mask. Mm. Interesting, eh? Yeah. So she's a chiropractor. And she said, I'm not going to get it. I'm always wearing my mask. Yeah. So she thinks she's protected from by wearing a mask, and she's the chiropractor, and I and I'm you know, anyway. Anyway, the whole point of this is that I'm so sick of the mask debate, and and I guess it's like, what's the point? Especially if it's somebody you don't know and you want to leave your opinion, but what's the point of tarnishing your family and friend relationships over this shit? Well, because it is worth it. You're saving lives. Yeah, but. I guess, but you're not changing anybody's mind. If if someone's determined to not wear them because they're they're a freedom fighter, which is a f- so annoying, such an annoying stance, um, you're not going to change their mind by, you're just not going to change their minds. 
I don't think so. Well, that's to me. I I disagree, and I'm you're not going to change my mind about that because see to what me, exactly to case me, in point. No, you have a stance. No, I'm listen, leaving my comments. No, no, no. Vocally, to, and you're like, I'm not to, changing. Can I explain why though? Yeah. Because to me, that's the equivalent of saying, um, you know, why don't I just continue to drink? I buy plastic bottles because what difference is going to make the earth is fucked anyway and and one person can't make a difference you're not tarnishing relationships and getting in these fights and wasting all this energy and being all negative over i don't it. think it's wasting it though and it's not negative it's more just your you can have a you can have a, a heated discussion without it getting nasty and if somebody else gets nasty, that's not your concern. But you can say how you feel about something if it's important enough to you. I feel really strongly about the masks, especially. I don't want to get it because look at that look at that actor who was 41 years old who died from it and had all those complications from it. I don't want to get it, but I also don't want to carry it and then give it to my mother or my mother gets it. Or you get it, or anybody gets it. Yeah, but it. what I'm saying is, yes, you're right, and I agree with you. People should be wearing it. I just think getting in an online in fights online isn't going to change anybody's minds. It's only solidifying their their position. What if you're calm and you just say how you feel, and then you feel good that you've spread at least the information you feel strongly about? Sure, it's f- if it's for you, fight. then spread it out. But you're not changing anybody's information because this it, 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 people are obsessed with being right. They they're, have to be obsessed. I would say the same percentage of people will change their minds as the same is per- the same percentage of people that will just leave their opinion and and not go back and check on it. Well, Joshua says, let's just. See here what Joshua says. Joshua says individual city. I guess he isn't taking a Julian. Um, individual <laughs> cities are taking onus of mass conduct. Mask conduct. He says just passed by law here in Kitchener to make mask mandatory in public places. I couldn't be happier. Austria has a ninety percent reduction in cases after making masks mandatory. I guess here's my point. If the government or or municipalities, cities are taking this into their own hands and making it mandatory, okay, and people are complaining about it, why argue with these people when it's I know when it's a rule? Do you know what I mean? Let's yes. say, let's say someone's like, "Fuck that! I'm not going to wear the mask. You be a sheep. I have rights. You you fear your government. You listen to everything the government says. I won't do it. I refuse. Why get into a fight with that person? It's already a rule. Whether you change that person's mind or not, it's already a rule. Yeah, that's true. What, what's what's the point of getting that? Which, which is what, where I was at. I was gonna comment on this person, and I'm like, why do I have to feel like win this little thing and be right? Because it's already in place. In, in Eastern Ontario, it's mandatory already. So what am I going to do by arguing with this person? She's not changing anything, and I'm not going to change anything by getting into a fight with this person. Mm-hmm. The government, the city government, the city officials have already decided it's mandatory. So why fight with people? That's my point. If yeah. it's already in place, right. like you're not fighting with people that actually make any sort of decisions or have power to change anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? They'll go out without a mask and get a fine or whatever the hell the repercussions will be or not be able to go into certain establishments. That ends there. Mm-hmm. That's where their their fight will be. But to get in these flame wars on social media over decisions that have already been taken by officials, why fight with these people? 
Yeah. I don't know. What's the point? I think... Uh, I, I, You're I not going to save any more lives. It's already being done. It's I already mandatory. I, I think everybody has a different approach, but... And I'm not one, uh, uh, you know me, I'm not one to fight on Facebook because I think it's ridiculous. But I do think that there's, I respect just stating your point of view if it's different from someone else's. Just because you could possibly influence them, maybe. Here's another one. Okay, when uh, on one of the, on the Wakefield Folks group here in Mm -hmm. town, someone had complained about the motorcycles. Mm -hmm. And then it went off on this huge thread. People fighting. What is the point of any of that? Any of it? Nothing's going to change. If you go on and you complain about the motorcycles, okay, uh, not one motorcycle rider in the world is going to see that and go, you know, this person's right. Maybe we shouldn't ride our bikes around. I think I have an idea of why it could help. Okay, go ahead. Well, number one, I think it helps people to commiserate because... They support you. It's kind of like a support group. Facebook sometimes can make you feel better if you know other people are also having these feelings about a topic that bothers you. If you're posting in an echo chamber where you get all of the no, same no, no, response. Just wait. just wait. Yes. Yes. That I'm just saying that that's something that could make people feel better. But I think also you're using Wakefield as an example. I know that groups of people in Wakefield have actually affected change. So... Maybe it could inspire a group to come together to do something about it. Put, you know, legislate some kind of a, I don't know, a law. You can't ban motorcycles. No, I I mean, motorcycles are going to be a thing forever. Uh Uh-huh. You can't, you can't, I I know it's annoying and inconvenience, but you can't. Actually, you know what? I think, isn't there something going on with that river road where you can't go through the village? Isn't there actually... On a motorcycle? A bylaw. Yeah, I feel like something's something's changing in the village about so, that. I'll look into it. I don't think you can ban motorcycles. I mean... I know that sounds crazy, but... That does sound crazy. I'm going to look into it. The, it's like, okay, it. so this person posts that, then all these people disagree, and then people, some people agree, and so you've got all these fights. And my point is, why... All of that could have been avoided if you just don't have to, this need to be feel right. Yeah, that's true. What the hell? Why? All this negative energy, people losing sleep over it because all the negative comments and it's hurtful and your feelings get hurt. Why? Social media has become a thing where people just have to be right. Yeah. Sometimes it's warranted, sure, if it can bring about some sort of meaningful change, but most of the time it's garbage mm-hmm. i know it is it is uh it's rare that i get off facebook and i'm like i feel really good never yeah not once brenda says the mask protects others not you that's your point are you willing to risk others yeah I, yeah exactly eric says if people just pretended they were carriers it would change their behavior and that's the advice they gave off the yeah, top when this whole thing started they said act as really if you good. have it yeah act as if you are sick and you don't want to give it to people so wear a stupid mask my mm-hmm. my says no fight but the problem now with social media is total strangers come by and scream after you for common sense lol sometimes yeah. i just say do I know you? But sometimes I just say freaking nothing. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do I know you is a good one because mm-hmm. you kind of stop them in their tracks. Yeah, uh, Eric says, Scott always says, do you want to be right or effective? Yeah, that's a good way to live by. I think I might that got, get that tattooed in Latin on my ribcage. <laughs> uh, yeah, anyway. Yeah. It's... Uh, yeah, the, the the you know what, and that's what I was saying about when we went to uh, Le Ibu the other day for for dinner. It brought me right back into the fact that we're in a pandemic, and it made me feel like I had it. It actually made me. People are avoiding you, and you have to go in the bathroom one at a time. I'm like, oh, I feel sick. Not like actually, but you know what I mean. I yeah. felt like oh, I was a carrier. Yeah. Anyway, it's still. I was talking to a doctor for this medical. Th- oh shit! I just got nervous. Thinking of this uh, TV thing. And uh, for an insurance thing, I did an over-the-phone medical, and she was saying, you know, we're talking about how it's crazy that nobody listens to science-based facts anymore and that the doctors are all in cahoots with somebody to control the population or whatever the hell the conspiracy theories are. And she said, yeah, like nobody's listening and whatever. And then I said, you know, I'm, I'm one to stay home a lot and not do much. She's like, that's good. She said, if this helps, just know that now the numbers are way, way down and going down every day in Canada. So that if you see a group of 10 people, the likelihood of anybody having it is very, very uh, small. So you can still, that's why they're allowing, you know, groups of 10 people or bubbles or whatnot. But it still has to be done responsibly and lift the restrictions responsibly. Here in Wakefield, where we live and where we broadcast the show from last weekend was a shit show here. It was packed. It was life as normal, business as usual. Nothing was different. We live by the covered bridge and the cars everywhere. It was crazy. And the cops now were down by the Wakefield covered bridge. Uh, there's four cop cars. I thought it was to enforce social distancing or anything. No, it was for drinking in public. Mm-hmm. Like open booze containers or whatever. They were pouring out booze containers. And uh, since when do I call it booze containers? <laughs> booze? I, I didn't even catch that. <laughs> anyway. Did, did I already talk yesterday on the show? I know I was telling someone about this. There were uh, police officers there was it yesterday or the day before i think it was the day before yesterday on the weekend anyways and there was this um this kid that looked like he was 15 or 16 but he was probably 18 and he was walking by with a six pack of palm bay and like walking right past like i couldn't believe the the balls on this kid to do that like Like, gumption I, i would never have done that at that age i wouldn't even do it now walk by with a six pack he's wearing like you know, t-shirt and shorts, and he's trying to hide his Palm Bay behind his back. I'm like, there's two cops. Like, they saw you come a mile away with your Palm Bay. Like, and you, you think when you're that age that you're just blending in with everybody else, although they're that you are, because ever, most of them are young. Most of them are like, I don't know, probably 17 to 25. And Obviously, the cops like, uh, excuse me, you can't go down there with those Palm Bay. Oh, I'm glad you said the gave the closure because right now you're being like unsolved mysteries. I'm like, <laughs> and so they stopped. Did they take them? Yeah, he had to go back to his car and drop them off into his car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a no drinking spot. Meanwhile, uh, you go there on a Monday morning after a weekend, and it's nothing but. And down by that bridge, it's actually impossible. If there's more than 15 people, it's impossible to socially distance. Yeah, and there was like 
Oh, there must have been 60, 50, 60 people there over the weekend. I mean, the cars came, went all the way up that road, all the way up. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> all right, let's go for the close, Gen Z. Okay, Jenny Jules. G. Okay, Julesy. We are the Julian Dion Show live on Facebook Mondays through Fridays at 7 a.m. and available on demand on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. Thank you, Gen Z. Thank you. Love you. We'll see you tomorrow. Love you. Bye-bye. And that's it, everybody. Please, uh, if you will, uh, give us a share or a reaction, which is a like or heart or anything like that. It goes a long way. It really does. We appreciate it. We appreciate you. Be safe out there. Enjoy your life. Be happy. Be positive. Don't wear your mask and don't be so obsessed with being right all the time. Until tomorrow. That's right. You want to be right or effective. We'll see you tomorrow. And as always, watch your head. Yeah, I learned a lot. Got a degree in what I'm not. You spend your life looking for what you already got. Such a beautiful waste of time Waste of time A beautiful waste of time It's just a waste of time Wandering eyes and itchy feet I'm just a thin nervous shadow Walking backwards down the street Falling is oh so sweet It's just a waste of time A beautiful waste of time It's just a waste of time The whole world wants a piece of my head But they all get a piece of my mind instead I roll over Back to bed It's such a beautiful Waste of time A waste of time A beautiful waste of time It's just a waste of time A beautiful waste of time